welcome to Grandiose Grammar. I'm Aoife, a grammar enthusiast and a lecturer at Phillips University at Marburg. This week, we're going to take a look at how the present simple and the present progressive differ from one another. I'll share some examples with you and give you some tips on how to avoid mix-ups between these tense and aspect combinations. And after that, we'll examine some typical German errors. Let's begin with a thought experiment. Imagine that time is a continuum that begins somewhere in the distant past and continues into the future. In order to get to the future, time must trespass on now. In terms of grammar, when we think of now, we usually use the present tense. But because we view time as linear, the cutoff between when to use the simple aspect and the progressive aspect isn't always obvious. As a broad generalization, the present simple is used to refer to the present moment and is generally used to indicate that something is a fact, an habitual action, a general truth, or is a feeling, emotion, sense, or mental state. Here are some examples. My birthday is in May. The present simple demonstrates that this is a fact. I always take the train to work is an habitual action always indicates that this is repeated. Every is another such adverbial. For example, I take the train to work every day. A general truth would be water boils at 100 degrees Celsius at sea level. And if I want to talk about a feeling, I might say, I enjoy reading. Sometimes the present simple can be used to refer to the future. In order for the present simple to refer to the future, It usually needs an adverbial of time, a calendar reference or a schedule, for example. My train leaves at 6.45. I don't need to be on the train for it to leave because it's a scheduled event. Christmas Eve is on a Tuesday this year is also a calendar reference. The present simple can also indicate a future use with when, until, as soon as, after and before. For example... When Steffen finds out what's in his advent calendar, he's going to be super excited. The present progressive has quite a few uses in English. It can indicate that an action is happening now. For example, you are listening to grandiose grammar. It can also be used to show a future plan. My family is visiting for Christmas. It can also indicate temporary actions or events. For example, Tim is suffering from a cold. The present progressive can indicate that actions are happening around now, but have a longer duration than just the current moment. For example, many of my students are living in Marburg. Presumably they'll live in Marburg until they've completed their studies, and then most of them will leave. The present progressive also co-occurs with trends. For example, more and more celebrities are launching online stores, or the price of petrol is increasing, Finally, the present progressive also co-occurs with habitual actions. For example, you are taking English classes. This is something that you do regularly, but probably won't go on for forever. And the present progressive also co-occurs with persistent or continuous activities, often indicated by an adverb like always, continually, constantly or forever. For example, I'm always looking for ethical brands. Now, you're probably wondering why I'm focusing on this. 
Well, it just so happens that even though I know you've heard all that theory before, it doesn't stop you from making mistakes. Here are some examples of instances when German speakers mix up the present simple and the present progressive. When someone describes a person to me and says something like, the man on the left wears a suit and tie, my first thought is, does he never wear anything else? And then I think, oh dear, that poor man is condemned to never wear pyjamas or jeans or shorts. Because the use of the present simple makes it sound like wearing a suit is a permanent state. Instead, it would be better to use the present progressive to show that this is only temporary. He is wearing a suit and tie. Use the present progressive to describe a person in a photo or a cartoon character. The present progressive indicates that the wearing of the garment is temporary and it makes room for the person to take a shower and to change their clothes. However, if your mum works at a hospital and has a uniform, it's perfectly okay to say, my mum wears scrubs to work, because this is habitual. Another error that turns up fairly frequently is the use of the present progressive where the present simple belongs. For example, Aoife is coming from Ireland. No, 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 I'm not on my way to Germany from Ireland. I'm in Germany, but I come from Ireland. Use the present simple to show that it's a place of origin as opposed to a place I'm currently travelling from. Here's another one I hear in response to the question, what are your hobbies? I'm dancing since I was 10 and I'm reading books. For a native English speaker, this triggers a few different thoughts. The first is, if I've just asked you what your hobbies are, it suggests we're now having a conversation, which makes dancing and reading unlikely to be happening right now. The second thing I'm thinking is, oh my God, you must be so tired from non-stop dancing. In this instance, you need to use the present simple to show that these are habitual actions. I dance and I read books. Bear in mind that some verbs tend to be anti-progressive. Stative verbs relate to the senses, emotions, feelings and mental states, amongst others. One strategy for trying to work out whether or not a verb is a stative verb is to ask yourself if it's binary. Either the state rings true for you or it doesn't. For example, I hate sand. This cannot take a progressive form. I'm hating sand makes it sound like this is temporary and that tomorrow I might change my mind but I hate sand and I'll never change my mind. Another example is, I understand what a stative verb is. Either you understand or you do not, which excludes the possibility of using the progressive aspect with this verb. Just in case you've lost your train of thought, there's a helpful PDF over at grandiosgrammar.com in the blog entry marked episode 8. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, feel free to contact me via the contact form on grandiosegrammar.com or over on Twitter. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode.